The following program was produced by a community producer. Good evening, Malden. Welcome to 02148. My name is Mike Sharon. Welcome to the program. It is Wednesday, August 9th, 2023, and the summer is just flying by like it always does after the 4th of July. But I'm excited to be here. It's that time of year. Uh, a lot of feasts and festivals and, and fun stuff going around, music all over the place. And uh, I couldn't be happier to have my guest tonight who who loves to talk about all those kinds of things. You know him. He is Malden uh, columnist for the Malden Advocate. Of course, he does, I believe it's almost weekly, uh, the yes. Malden Musings yep. article. Without further ado, welcome my good friend, Mr. Peter Levine. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Good that to see Elvis. you. Good to see you, too. That was Elvis. I like that. Um, and we, we, I feel like we just, we talked so much before the show, we did a show. <laughs> You're right, I'm all talked up. But I, can, I got an hour in me, yeah. We're going to get your oh. mic a little okay. bit closer there. Close yeah. Texting, I can't hear Levine. Uh, yeah. So okay. how you been, man? Good, good. Been doing, feeling okay, yeah. Feeling yeah. good, yeah. Uh, no yeah. complaints, working, and, uh, you know, yeah. Hanging in there. Yeah. Big time of year for you, always. Always uh, in August, around the St. Rocco Feast. Um, yeah, it's always a busy time, you know. And Yeah. Red Sox are, are, are Red terrible. Sox. I so watched the other to... night the great walk-off Grand Slam because my grandson <laughs> was there. The one win in the last 10 days. Right. I yeah. picked a good game to watch. Yeah. But been yeah. very disappointing this year, last year. Yeah. But, of course, we never give up on the Sox. Absolutely. I'm about to. Well, this year we give up. <laughs> but next year, we're back on the bandwagon. Oh, right? yeah. Of right? course. Always yeah, that's how year. we do it. That's right. The boys of summer, we love yeah, it. Yeah. But, course. Peter, it's great to have you here. Good uh, to I, be I, here, Michael. I, I've always told you, I'm a, uh, I can, and you always deflect the flattery, but uh, you're one of uh, Malden's uh, treasures as far as being a historian. You've kind of uh, carried that torch. I know you give a lot of your mentors I credit. Do. I do. And, um, but uh, you're the here and now, and we, we're, we're yeah. better for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. Somebody's got to tell the stories, you know, keep them, uh, you know, alive. Yeah. Uh, uh, like I mentioned in, I think it's next week's title, Chris Morrow, he's written a couple tales of Linden, USA. For my, oh, is this my the new poem. article? The new yeah, no, oh. it'll be in a couple of weeks. But I've okay. written in the, in the last three months, he's written a couple about Linden. He's oh, telling right. his stories about Linden. Oh, yeah. And we got to keep all the stories alive from all over the city. You know, once, like I said before, once we're gone, you know, those stories won't be with us. So we got to get them out there now. And, you know, it's a, that's why I always love uh, talking with Ed Lucy and watching the show when I can. You know, there's a walking, talking history book right there. Absolutely. And for the folks that aren't familiar, maybe a brief uh, summary of, of how long you've been doing this, when you got into writing this. Okay, so I was hit with the re reading bug uh, when I was just a kid. My father read the newspaper, so I started reading it. Caught the bug from him, read everything I could, and picked up a lot from reading, you know, the his papers, the Globe, the Herald, New York Times, the Post, Daily News, the Rolling... Rolling Stone magazine, Mad magazine, everything that I can get my hands on. And finally, around 05, 06, I said, I can do that. And I submitted something to the Malden Advocate. So I've been writing ever since, probably 05, 06, right around there. I've written for the Observer 
the Malden News, which is such a pleasure to write for them because that's where I grew up reading. Oh, back then there was there was several papers. Well, way back yeah. there, was, there was plenty, but yeah. there was, at that time there were three. Right, there were three: the News, yeah. the Advocate, and uh, the Malden Observer. So I was writing for the Observer and the. Uh, um, all the news on occasion, mm-hmm. not for the Advocate. Uh, now I solely write for the Advocate. They're the last uh, last man standing, so to speak. Yes. So what is the current status in print? The Advocate is it, right? The Advocate is it. Yeah, in print, right? That's right. it in Malden. I mean, of course, the Facebook pages. You have online presence. The, uh, the Advocate has an online presence. Yes. Yeah, and the Facebook has a number of Malden pages. It's. Uh, but it's just not the same as picking up a newspaper and no. reading a newspaper on a Sunday morning. And, you know, the globe spread out in front of you, the advocate. And, but, yeah, advocate's the last print paper in the yeah. city. You yeah. still do that, right? You get the Sunday Globe. I do. I used to see. I used to run by the res. See I'd there. be down the res. Yeah. Now I'm at the Forest Hill Cemetery sitting at the pond reading yeah, beautiful. The, the globe. Shaughnessy's column, my love. Yeah. So it's it's not worth six dollars for the Sunday paper, but that's what I spend a week, six bucks. Then I read the advocate and so it's it's worth it. Well, um you've been you've been doing a great job and I, Thanks, I brought the Mike. last couple of uh, articles that you've done that I want to get into. But before we get into that, yeah. obviously this is a big weekend. Um we got a little flyer here. There's of course oh, the ninety third. Is it 93rd? the ninety third? Yes, yeah. The Why does that not add up from 1929? <laughs> we had an off year. We had an off year. Uh, uh, COVID. We're, conti- we're calling it uh, the continue, uh, what is it called? Uh, the 93rd annual, which we get around because we had no COVID year. So Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, but you've been back. We've been back the last three years, right? Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, last three years. But it's been going great. We've been getting good weather. So, And, and it's funny, you, you said uh, the summer the shortens it. We think of it as over after the 4th of July. But growing up in Edgeworth, for us in Edgeworth, it was always after the St. Rocco feast. We knew the summer was coming to an end, wow. back to school. And, yeah, it was a sad time for Was it always the second weekend in August? It's always the second weekend in August since the beginning of uh, – since the beginning of time, and you know, it's, the dates have varied, but yeah, they always go by that second weekend, and yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's always a fun time, not only for Edgeworth, but you know, for Malden. Oh, of course, know, yeah. yeah, we get a lot of outsiders come in, but they're always welcome. Now, what is your capacity with the? Are you on the board? Or yes, you, I'm on the board. Yeah. I've been on the board for I don't know about 10, 12, 13 years now. I'm the uh, quote-unquote musical director yes. for the feast. Yes. And, um, yeah, I chip in uh, in, in other areas uh, however I can, you know, fundraising and yeah. whatever needs to be done. Everybody is, uh, you know, like, like, like I, like I was saying. You're telling. all ambassadors out there, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good word for it. Every, we're all ambassadors. We yeah. do whatever we can do. Like I was saying earlier, Anthony Spadafore, is that Anthony's? Uh, restaurant right now cutting up the ham for the wow. for the brajol. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's everybody uh, doing their part. Everybody doing their part. <clears throat> Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about the event starting with Friday night. We start with the okay. the procession. Is that open yeah? So so the procession. It's a short procession, and and it only entails walking the saint at six o'clock from the from the Italian American Citizens Club where it's housed during the year. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Walking it, uh, we have the uh, Roma band. I think it's called the Roma. No, the Italian American band of Lawrence. Okay, will accompany us to the uh, feast, and we'll set up the saint in his spot. Uh, the the Italian band will play a couple songs. The uh, priest will do a little benediction, and uh, we'll spend about twenty minutes there. They'll set up, and then the band will leave, and then the. Um, a feast will uh, start at seven. That's when Beetlejuice, uh, the Beatles' uh, best Beatles tribute. Oh band man, on yeah, this guy's pretty much been coming every year, right? There pretty was a much, couple, a couple off didn't... years, but yeah. for the last 10, 15 years, yeah. they've been our go-to. There, oh, they're, great take. They're wonderful to work with. They draw big crowds. They're just wonderful performers. Uh, they'll go from seven to eleven. Yep. 
And uh, Saturday, uh, it opens up again at uh, six. Now, wait a minute. Do you take the statue? Do you leave it there? <clears throat> no, it'll be. Friday it'll night? be. Yeah, no, it'll be rolled into a uh, one of those pods for the night. They'll okay. lock it up for the night. Yep. Now they'll leave the stand there, but the uh, the saint will go into its little resting place. Yep. And um, so Saturday night um, is a wildfire. They'll go on at seven. Doors open at six. They'll go on at uh, seven. They'll play to eleven. <clears throat> They're always fun. Yeah. Big, they draw they big They cover crowds. a lot of different uh, yeah. music and genres. ACDC, Journey, the likes of R&B greats. Wow. And they're really, really good. I mean, they've got a tremendous following. Yeah. And, yeah, and they play up and down the North Shore. And, now, our old friend Dave Russo popping in at, at oh, this yeah, point. Oh, yeah, Saturday or? night. I'm sorry for uh, uh, forgetting Dave, but he'll introduce the night. He'll do his little shtick where he ribs Butchie Gennetti, and he'll remark about there being 700 spatophores running around uh, doing things, and he'll get the night Spoiler going. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you've seen one Dave Russo opening the feast. You've seen them all. Yeah, it's the but feast, you the know. The feast, yeah. He's got a little shtick. It's good. good so stuff. he'll hang around and be a goodwill ambassador that night. Absolutely. And then Sunday we have... Um, we have the procession that will go through all the streets, well, a, a few streets in Edgeworth, not as many as we used to. There's not many. Now, this is bigger than the Friday. Yeah, yeah. This, this is, is when we'll take it from the uh, take it from its spot down uh, on Pearl Street, bring it back to the IA. We'll have the uh, uh, Italian band play a few songs. Then we'll start a procession through. Well, targeted streets, maybe a half dozen streets, whereas 25, 30 years ago, there'd be 25 streets. Wow. Yeah, yeah, because these, um, there was so many residents, Italians in the neighborhood. Nowadays, there aren't a lot of old timers uh, left, so yeah. they target the streets. So gotcha. they're not going down Hubbard Street anymore. There's no more. Uh, You're not complaining. I'm not complaining. The walk is a lot easier. And- <laughs> Yeah, it's only three hours opposed to six hours. So <laughs> uh, they'll end up on Pearl Street. They'll stop at a few old timers' houses and play a, you know, a tribute to Mr. Pesatoro, who isn't there anymore. Jimmy Palermo isn't there anymore. Pay homage to them. Yeah, this is Sunday afternoon. Sunday now. afternoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When that's over, the uh, sea breeze will go on. Oh, nice. Uh, they're the play traditional. Uh, Italian songs, uh, songs from the uh, the great songbook, uh, Frank Sinatra, stuff like that. They're wonderful. Yeah. And uh, at six o'clock, um, uh, the Billy Joel uh, tribute band goes on. Heart really attack. Yeah, I enjoy attack. that. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. And yeah. they 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 uh, play his best stuff from you know the seventies and early eighties. So not getting there's, any of there's that. bad Billy Joel stuff. <laughs> We're gonna get into that later. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to talk about that later. Uh, yeah. But and, uh, that ends the feast. Hopefully, there'll be a uh, there'll be a grease pole. Yeah, but just it's a little up in the that. air right it's now. Up in the air. Yeah, yeah, it all depends. It made its grand return a few years ago. Yeah, right? four or five years ago, <clears throat> Nick Gizzy would fly in from Iowa, and uh, you know he would take it, take control. And I think last year Janelle Devitz took control and. But I'm not sure where it stands right now. Nick won't be around this year. Okay. So it's up in the air. We'll see what happens. They'll they'll play it by ear. And yeah. They get enough volunteers, et cetera, et cetera. They'll do it. So. Could you talk a little bit about that? Was obviously very traditional with the feast over the many many years. Mm-hmm. Um, it stopped for a while. Yeah, it stopped. I don't know. Early '90s. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, an accident and the uh, young. Young man who fell sued the parish. So they said they'll discontinue it after that because yeah. of the liability. Right. So it was uh, dormant for like 20 years. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So Nick Gizzy um, chirped up, said, I'll get a disclaimer from everybody. I'll have them sign it. There's no church anymore. So right. they can't right. sue the church. Yeah. And they're all on their own over there. We try to distance ourselves from the from the um, uh, climbing so we're not held liable um, so um, oh what's going on over there yes is kind there so what is that pole doing in the middle of the yard understood yeah but they sign so, a disclaimer saying yeah. they won't sue and uh, everything's been fine last couple of years and yeah. you know they all know what they're getting into well that really kind of you know you have to attribute a lot of it to social media these days but that really came together 
right. organizing it. It helps a great deal yeah. that you have social media, that you have email, <laughs> you have texting. and It's a lot easier to gather the troops and, you know, get the tribe together to, you know, organize. Yeah. So. And again, uh, one of the big factors in many, most years it's been not an issue, but you're always worried about the weather. I know there was one right. Friday night that was just a total Never rain out. Remember it. that? Well, Peter Miles Band played. <clears throat> yeah. And we were sitting in the old Highland Cafe, maybe one of the last years it was around that, that night, and it was downpour drenched. We didn't even get off the ground. You know, like drenched for like three hours. Yeah, yeah, that's that awful. Was, yeah, I think that was basically the only time in my time there has been really good weather. Knock on wood. Yeah, for the for for the last few years, anyways. Yeah. I mean, you can handle a little bit of drizzle. Oh you know, yeah, last year I think it was a little yeah. drizzle on the Sunday, but yeah, we can yeah. handle that. Yeah, know? usually it's it's you know muggy hot. Right, you know? right, right, um, and you know it's. Like we were talking, as long as we have good weather, you yeah. know, we're going to get the crowds. Get the refreshments there. Got the refreshments. And the food. The Albert Spatafora Beer Garden. Yes. Yeah. We'll be running. You can buy a $17 can of Budweiser in the Beer Garden. Rides for the kids, right? That was it. That left for a while and came back. Didn't yeah. You know? No, I don't think we had. I oh. don't think we had rides last year. Oh, okay. The thing is, they can't hire anybody. Because we don't need, we don't have room for a lot of rides, one or two, yeah. and it's not worth it for them to come into Malden for I one see. or two rides. I see. So a lot of them refuse, and uh, so the rides haven't been there uh, recently. Uh, if we had a bigger space, uh, you know, it would yeah. be different. But a lot of kids, a lot of families, a lot of kids, a lot, a lot of families. Of yeah. yeah, they come back from out of state, out of city, yeah. and uh, you know, enjoy the weekend and. Yeah, the Sunday especially, you know, whereas uh, the procession, it brings back a lot of memories for a lot of the old timers. Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. A lot yeah. of times there's not a dry eye in the house. We pull up to certain houses and, you know, who's, you know, the patriarch and the matriarchs are gone from the, you know, from now it's the kids yes. sitting out there. Yeah. And, you know, the old timers are all gone. And, yeah, kind of sad, but, you know, we continue this in their in their honor you know the, to make sure that the tradition of 93 years you know continues that's right know? yeah it's generational yeah it's generational yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. uh good stuff so that's this weekend in malden everybody should uh, check it out feast hours friday 6 to 11 saturday 6 to 11 sunday 1 to 9 then peter collapses right before everybody I'll class way before that before collapse. yes <laughs> definitely before and we that. don't hear from him for a few days <laughs> and then there's hundreds of pictures that are <laughs> right. unleashed unleashed on yeah. the, the unsuspecting uh, populace right yes. thousands and yes looking forward to i always got to get my one Yes, we get our tradition right? right in front of the saint. Um, I, I can imagine over the years, and I'm not putting you on the spot to pick one, but for me, one, one of the highlights, um, I'm sure there are many highlights that you have over the decades, but was when Preacher Jack did that sizzling wow. set, I think. Yeah, yeah. 2009, 2010. Yeah, in right that, around right there. Right around that time. Right. And um, I know he's uh, uh, an old friend who recently passed, or uh -huh. over a year or so. Yeah, a couple so. years now. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I just sticks out in my mind that as far a, as a, a live right. performance. Right, that, that was a wonderful night because we also had uh, uh, Bobby Valley, Frankie Valley's brother, singing yeah. the Drifters. Yes. Right, that night. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a high, yeah, yeah. Pat Benty uh, performed, and yeah, it was the music was outstanding. That right? was fantastic. But having Jack there is, uh, you know, was a special, uh, special night. Yeah, he. He was uh, he was pumped for that night. He had a crowd. Yeah, put him in front of a crowd, as you know, mm, and yeah. he performs. Brings out the best, yeah, yeah, brings out the best in him. Yeah, yeah, great night. And Rest in peace. Rest in peace, yeah. preacher Jack. Yeah, uh, my <coughs> my probably my, you know, one that sticks out was the ninetieth um, three years ago. When yes. We, when we had that Broadway uh, band there, uh, Made Men, I believe they were That's called. That's right. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a inch of space to be had that night we had thousands and thousands of people sold out of everything that saturday night it was just incredible night and they were just so professional yeah i mean professional they you went to see them on broadway you paid hundreds of dollars wow. you know when they first came out years ago yeah uh but it was just so professional so such a thrill to see them on pearl street 
Yeah. Lighten up. In the 90th, right? At the 90th, yeah. Yeah. Cost us, but it was well worth it. You know, it was just something you do once every 90 years. Yeah. You know? I mean, I don't want to jump the gun, but uh, the 100th, you're starting to plan, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Seven years. Yeah, I don't want to seven go there. Blink of an eye. Blink of an eye. Uh, So true. Well, obviously, that's, I know now you got to rest for a couple days for the big weekend, but. um, Uh, you're a busy guy, and, and as we were talking about before, um, columnist, uh, this great, which, which I think is, is just captures uh, the history of Malden, um, Malden Musings. And, um, and, and what keeps you going, which you've told me before, is just, just all these, even people who have moved on and have been gone for maybe 10, even 20 years, Love your your article. Can get it online, mm-hmm. and then feed you stuff. Right, right. Feed I get that you a lot. great stories from their families that you might have uh, mentioned in an article. And right, yeah, uh, all, fantastic. All, yeah, yeah. All I have to do is plant the seed. I got some uh, coming out next week. Uh, he just read my Joe and Nemo's article from six months ago, and he wonderful little story about it. Uh, them and his family in the late 50s, early 60s, sitting around on New Year's Eve. His father decides to go into Malden Square and uh, fill up on Joe and Nemo's and bring it home for a New Year's Eve celebration. So they're eating uh, hamburgers and Joe and Nemo's hot dogs on New Year's Eve, just having a wonderful time. And, you know, it's a wonderful story to share with Malden from 60 years ago that I would never have been able to tell myself. But because of online, because of social media, you yeah. know, um, it's available. You know, old Suffolk Square people feeding me their stories, old sports stories. Uh, you know, because I only have what is in my, you know, vision and my uh, your experience, yeah, my experience yeah. in, in my lane. That's all I can write yeah. about. Yeah. But there's so much yeah. more out there. That's you right. Know? So You're many the stories. Yeah, Peter. I'd like to think of that, and yeah, I'll put it out there. I'll be the venue for it you know just give me what you got and we'll run with it and yeah and, and no better example it. than your most recent article which was fantastic oh uh writing about uh and i'll let you take it uh, yeah. about the greatest generation yeah and um 104 year birthday uh mr jack garrity yeah. tell us about former that. fire chief retired in 84 celebrated his 104th and he's still got it all together, and uh, he's up in a retirement home in North Reading. And I met with him, I sat with him, and just inspiring. Um, Some real journalism you're doing there, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> he's going yes, out there. Going he's out getting there, the getting the stories just like 60 Minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, Walter Cronkite. Um, we sat, we talked. Uh, he could not wait. Uh, he was a. Uh, Senior graduated in uh, what 39, I believe, or 38. Wow, the war broke out in 41. He enlisted, he was already on the fire department in Mom. 41. Yeah, wow. yeah, enlisted, uh, went on 50 missions. He was in the Air Force, went on 50 missions, lived to tell about it, and uh, got back on the fire department. And the fire department is like I was saying. Survived over 40 years on, in Malden, where he told me there was a fire every night, uh, pre-urban renewal Malden, uh, with no state-of-the-art fire equipment wearing, just rushing into these places, being yeah. cautious, of course, he lived. Uh, but to survive, you know, and to remain healthy, knock on wood, all these years. My God, yeah. Yeah, I sat with his two wonderful daughters, um, and yeah, this uh, was such a thrill. It was such a thrill. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I uh, sat also with Dave Angelo, who's a lo- uh, an old friend of, and Dave used to own the Highland Cafe. And sure. Jack was saying that was his favorite restaurant. On cue, what was your favorite restaurant? Highland Cafe, of course. On cue. Uh, wow. That was his place. And yeah, just a, like I was telling you, he was like, you know, it's, it's, it's not often that you meet someone that they, like, I said in my article that they fulfill your expectations. You know, a lot of times you're disappointed in some way or another at, you know, at, you know, meeting someone. They're not who you expected or what you expected. Yeah. But Jack certainly, you know, was everything, you yep. know, just wonderful man. And then you heard about everybody who knew him and, and his right. father and the, right? Right. The lineage yeah. That, right. His father yeah. was a cop in the 
the 20s, a wonderful wow. man. Yeah, a wonderful man from people I've spoke to since. Role model. And they loved him in the old Jewish Faulkner area, Suffolk Square. They just adored him. And yeah, I've been talking to a few people who knew the father. And, you know, Jack had told me, please don't make this article about my father. I don't want you to make this about my father. Yeah. This, you know, it's, yeah. Although you could, he said, which I could. Yeah. I just might someday. That could be another article. Right. 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 Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he goes back to the 20s. He retired in 53, I believe. Uh, from the police force. And, uh, yeah, he was just a wonderful man, uh, Jack was telling me. Wonderful role model and uh, just an incredible father. And that's where Jack gets it. Yeah. You know, is, is, and that's where I can see it's in his daughters, Jack's daughters. Yeah. Just two wonderful, uh, just two young, uh, wonderful young girls. Young girls, they're young to me. They're younger than me. So they're younger, young girls. <laughs> So, uh, and so do you, I know there's a lot of nostalgia and, 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 um, sentimentality, but do you, this greatest generation, do you sense mm -hmm. something being in the presence of that? Uh, of, yes, yeah. I, I do. And there really is something to that. Uh, granted, you know, I don't want to, and I'll be honest and frank, I don't want to over romanticize that era. Sure. Cause it was the fifties and, yeah. you know, there was segregation. Yeah. There was women was still. You know, I got you. in the kitchen. But they did something. That generation stepped up. They didn't hesitate to step up when it counted. When we were going to be enslaved, they didn't care. They just signed up. Whether they were too young, they tried to get in at 15, 16. Uh, right. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, they, they, they were, um, they, they had, um, uh, um, you know, disabilities. They didn't care. They just wanted to get into the thick of it. They did. And, and save the world. Yeah. And they just, did. Yeah, and, and they, they did. did. And, and they, they came did. back and, and they created the economy that we enjoy today, that work ethic that they brought with them, you know, into the 50s and 60s and 70s. And we all benefit from that generation. There's no doubt about no that. Question about I have to read. Um, is it Tom Brokaw? Tom Brokaw, Tom Bro the greatest Brokaw. Yeah, I have to really read that. Started that. Yeah. Yes, right. And I've never read it, but I need to read it, and you know, to 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 get a uh, that real feeling, and you know, by yeah, he's such a wonderful writer. Tom was, and but yeah, yeah, I could sense something there, you know, just being in his presence. And there's a difference between those born in the '60s, '70s. And oh, sure. It is big. Oh, yeah. We didn't we didn't sacrifice. No. Like, these people did, men and women no. of that generation. No. We didn't sacrifice like they did. Yeah, we went off to war, you know, Korea, uh, Vietnam. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, but, you know, not like they did. I mean, it was yeah. an exceptional group of people. <laughs> well, different different time, different reasons, different things yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, all our military are brave men and women, of course. Right. Uh, yeah. Certainly. Of course. My dad. Right? Yep. Yep. Uh -huh. Korea, Vietnam. Couldn't have uh, created enough yeah, uh, wars today. for him to go back into. They wasn't enough. He would have, uh, <laughs> if he was old enough, he would have went into, uh, if he was young enough, he went into Iraq, too, and yeah. Afghanistan. Well, I thought the. the <laughs> <laughs> Glad he was got content that. with the parades. He loved his parades. He loved his I parades. know. He loved uh, yeah. the, the pomp and circumstance. Oh, yeah. He just loved that. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, I don't know how well this is just printed off my printer, but there yep. is. Oh, yes. Yeah. With the mayor. And mayor is honored that, him that, a couple years Jack? ago. Oh, that yes. was a couple. Of, was that his hundredth or uh, maybe his hundredth? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh -huh. uh, the mayor printed him out one of those wonderful citations uh, that he does. And he well, I mean, it, it's 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 stuff like that. That's a perfect example. That was your most uh, recent article. Yes. And um, you know, someone has a lead. Is that what you would call it? Had to lead. Has a lead. Has a lead for you. Yes, you know a lead. Absolutely, on a right. Story. Right, and you're. you're I ran with out it. Out of bed, yeah, yeah. yeah Mike morning. Wallace. Yeah, the white Mike Wallace of the Malden. Right, got out of bed and. Uh, yeah, jumped at Left it. Left the house. Left the house. Left the house. Yes, ruined my routine, but it's well worth it. And, you yeah. know, and and, and 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 Gary, you know, Mayor Christensen. Oh, yeah. He's uh, he meets with him all the time. Oh, he this does. Is, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he hooks up with him all the time. You know, there's one guy who 
just doesn't print out the citation and then goes home and forgets about you. No. No, I mean, no, no. that guy, the mayor, is sincere about this stuff. Oh, absolutely. He's I in the game. Okay, yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's in the he game for good, right? Takes care of uh, and his dad's a vet. That's right. Yeah. That's so right. He, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah he, he's done a fantastic job always, yeah. always. Past administrations. You know, yes. And, and let me put a Richard. plug in for uh, Kevin Jarvis, the veteran. Oh, absolutely. Uh, director, yeah. service director. And yeah. He just goes above and beyond the call of duty. Uh, which I'll be writing about next week. Actually, I read about his father. Oh, I, I hope you're not watching Kevin right now. But yeah, I read about his father, uh, decorated uh, veteran, World War II veteran. So good stuff, Pete. So I encourage Thank everybody you, who's not familiar with Malden Musings, you can go online just to Google Peter Levine. I right. thought I'd never say that in my life. <laughs> Google <laughs> Peter Levine, yeah. Malden Musings. Right. It's hard. There's some. I don't know if it was it was even Malden Advocate, but. One site had all your muck, articles. Muck rack is it I called? think it is. It yes. combines Peter Levine, me, yes. and Peter Levine, a uh, a um, some sort of real journalist yes. in the medical field who's yes. posted many articles online. Yes, yes. I so, tried yeah. to get him on, but <laughs> I don't think he'd be as interesting. He seems like one of those uh, college-educated uh, scholars. But it was the perfect place for you, your archives. Your yes, they're all archived yes. there, Michael. Yeah. Uh, I, do you have wonderful. anything to do with it? No, oh. no, I don't know where that comes from. I don't know who put it together. So you yeah, can go there, place. get his yeah. latest. Um, and the one before, I did my homework. I caught up. Um, your old friend, Mr. Frecker. Ah, Steve Frecker. Can you yeah. talk a little bit about that and what I, he meant to the, the print world of Malden over the years? Yes. I mean, I always, whenever I get a chance to shout out Steve Frecker, I do a lot of today Maldonians know him as the, the guy who sits at Malden High School and keeps the law and order up there or know him as the referee or or know him as the I think it's five Hall of Fame guy now that he's in as a coach. And, oh wow! And, yeah, as a coach and and yeah, referee, see, I like didn't know five all that Hall stuff of Fames. About him. Yeah. yeah, tremendous. They, yeah, a lot of present day Maldonians might know him as that's the only way they know him. But at one time, I mean, he still writes for the Advocate, but he kept the Malden Evening News afloat for a good 10, 11, 12 years. I don't know what it was. Yeah, yeah. Did everything there, you know, wrote under, I think he wrote under three or four different names, but he was writing all the articles, politics, sports, uh, you know. Keep the content coming. Yes, yeah, yeah. it was co all about content. Yeah. He needed content. Yeah. I would write for him uh, once in a while as a freelance uh, journalist. Uh, he, I loved writing for him. He gave me free reign. I was writing four or 5,000 word articles. He yeah. just, he loved it. It filled up a paper. Yeah. Um, so I, in this particular article, uh, I, I copy his article from about eight, nine, ten years ago. It was a wonderful thing. <laughs> said said uh, uh, he called it said no one, and it's a bunch of things uh, uh, that I, I'll give you a, a small example if you haven't read it. Uh, Thank you. This is Steve's. Uh, yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people have really gone out of their way this holiday season to let me into parking spots, get in front of them in traffic jams, and overall show outstanding Christmas and holiday spirit out there on the roads. Said no one. It's, it's wonderful. It's clever. And he went on for about 30 or 40 said no ones. And yes. I printed about 10 of them. Yeah. And then I had a go at it with my you, version. You tried of, this exercise. Yeah, I, I tried this exercise, and, and I'll just read one of them. Um, parents of teenage girls throughout New England were overjoyed that Taylor Swift decided to play multiple shows at Gillette Stadium and all agree that ticket prices were moderately priced, said no one. So I gave it a shot. <laughs> and, uh, and Peter wrote several of, others yes, that were yeah. very clever. Yes, thank you, Michael. You did a good job. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Tristan Cassis, I love that one. Yeah, right. That yeah. was a good one, right? Um, uh, so, yeah, and, 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 and I uh, reprinted it. It, it. Steve's uh, column, it, it, it printed, uh, about, like I said, about seven or eight years ago. But I thought Malden of today should realize that Steve, you know, is a great writer. As you know, if everybody reads The Advocate, they know he's a great writer. But uh, he's very clever, and uh, if you give him, if you let out the reins a little bit, you know, he can go, he can write, he could be 
entertaining and he's just not, uh, you know, the facts and all just the facts, ma'am, type of guy. Yeah. Really good at what he does. So. Yeah. And you let off an uh, introduction by saying that uh, John O'Brien would be proud, right? Yes. Talk a little bit yeah, about him. So. I know he was a... a, a Influence to you, a mentor. I didn't know him personally, yeah. but I read him, and I right. was friends with his children. He wrote a column, wrote many columns back in the old days, dating back 50, uh, 40, 50 years. Yeah, and uh, I just loved his uh, his. Uh, he called them his musings. I just loved his work, and uh, you know, I say that uh, in you know Frex column, Frex article, John O'Brien would be. Uh, proud of it, and he would be happy with it because John wrote some of the wittiest things I've I've ever I've ever uh, read. Yeah. I mean, he was just so clever, and yeah. I mean, he was a professional. Sure. He did it for a living. Yeah. Wrote plays. He was a teacher, yeah. English teacher, and many other things that I'm not even aware of uh, in that field. Uh, but yeah, that's where I, you know, growing up. Uh, uh, Bill Minnie, uh, John O'Brien, sure. uh, Dan and uh, his brother O'Connell writing about Old Mall. That's where I got it from. And yeah, yeah, he would be very proud with uh, Steve's uh, offerings uh, in the uh, Malden News. And I Good think stuff. He, I, I think like he the would way like mine too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, listen. You're. Uh, I was going to say. Now, do you get a lot of? Uh, I know you're not out and about a lot like you not, used not to like be. Not like I used to be. Right, but uh, I'm sure you you hear from the the folks out there. Yeah, and I'm out enough to yeah. be able to, you know, I, I still am a uh, I'm a board member at the Italian American oh, yeah. Club, so I'm down there a couple yeah. nights a week, you know, and I'm run into a lot of Maldonians, and I work for the city of Malden in the parking department, so yes. I run into a lot of Maldonians yes. all the time, and yeah. we're talking. I'm on Facebook a lot uh, on a lot, a lot of the Malden pages, so I'm pretty, you know. Uh, I'm pretty you're present. You're, uh, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. So yes, yeah. right, right. Yeah, but I'm just saying you, you're you're you know giving all these, rightfully so. Kudos to these uh, past writers, and of course. Yeah, uh, but you're getting your uh, share of yeah. flattery these days. Oh, I oh, I thanks. You yeah. know, again, I'll be deflective. You know, deflective. I, your head's <laughs> growing. But. <laughs> I'm just an old hack. Uh, well, put did, together. You, did you imagine you'd be in this kind of spot? No. You kind of just, just stumbled no. into it? Just stumbled into yeah. it. Never thought it would take off. Uh, again, I'll tell the story. My first article, Malden Observer, my first compliment a couple of days later was from Marty Gately. Hey, Marty, I know you watch all these things. Marty Gately complimented me, and I'm going, oh my goodness, Marty Gately, he was a counsel at the time. Sure. Uh, just killing it, crushing it, getting 5,000 votes every time he ran. Marty Gately liked it, so it must be doing something right. And yeah. Two, three months later, I did another one, then I did another one. Then I started getting paid for doing, I get a small stipend. So, yeah, okay, I'm going to give you one every week now that I'm getting <laughs> a small stipend. And, uh, yeah, but never thought that it would be uh, grow into this and, I don't consider myself a voice of Malden because there are so many voices, so many people of different backgrounds and philosophies and doing so many different things in Malden that I don't do, you know. Sure. Um, so I don't consider myself a voice. I consider myself one voice of Malden. I'm happy that I'm able to get my one voice out there. I try to connect with these groups from time to time, and and I do from sure. time to time. But uh, yeah, you know. but I think more so it's it's your niche is that is the the history that you're keeping right. Alive. I mean that's kind of a, that's it, Michael. It's your lane. Yeah, that's my lane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's a good way of, yeah. of looking. Yeah, but that's at a wonderful it. lane, you know. Yeah, for, thanks. Um, and I still try to keep up to date, you know, current events and you know, new restaurants opening. I'll try them, and you know. Stuff like that. But, yeah, it's rooted in the past. And, and, and I don't want any new Maldonians, if you're watching out there, to, to think that this is only for old time. It's, it's, I, I have a, one eye on old time Malden and the other eye on new, uh, new time, yep. uh, new Maldonians. And, uh, you know, and uh, I think it's like an educational type of uh, tool, you know. Yeah, you're new to Malden. Here's a bit of the old history, you know. Uh, to, to just catch you up a little bit. And, you know, I don't look down on New Malden. I love New Malden. I, 
course, the door to downtown area. The Edgeworth neighborhood has never looked as, as good as it has. I mean, the Asian population down there, I mean, the gardens that they keep and yeah. the pride and ownership of their houses, it's wonderful, you know, and yeah, I just love what's yeah, happening the diversity in Malden is now. A, yes, obviously a strength of Malden. Right, right. We're seeing um, it now. I mean, yeah, geez, in, in every in every aspect. Speaking of Edgeworth, I do remember one seven part twenty seven thousand word piece that you did <laughs> of the history of Edgeworth. It will live in infamy. And did you have an editor? I did not. I, I did not. I wish I did. I wish someone had the, the chutzpah to speak up, Peter, enough already. Nobody got my ear or what? Everybody's too shy? Say, Peter, first 30,000 words were good. We don't need another 20,000. Yeah, I learn by you learn by your, uh, you know, uh, I can't, I'm not going to say it's a mistake, but you no, learn it's by not a mistake, your trials. Yeah, now, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that you know, yeah. you want to keep it. Under twenty seven thousand. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. Like, yeah, this yeah. is this is <laughs> this is my mother. Say, yeah, Peter, enough already. I, I read half of it and they take a nap in between and I go back <laughs> to it. Right. Okay, I get the hint. Uh good stuff. Speaking in in, in in the news was uh you, you said you're up on current events, but we had a, a couple of uh, local brothers who passed away and yes. left their uh, explain that. The late yeah, the late uh, Magliori, Magliori brothers. brothers. Uh, Lou did, and Anthony. Lou and Anthony. I did not know them personally, but I knew them from the old Y. They were members of the health club. All they knew them as as two guys that were always sweaty. You saw them all the time. Yeah, all the time you at, you the lived at the Y. Uh, yeah, yeah, we lived at, all of us yeah. lived at the Y yeah. playing hoop, doing whatever, jumping sure. rope. They lived at the Y, too. We all lived at the Y in those days. We were all members of the health club, you know, and uh, we'd see them up there constantly. I think they were runners. I think they were handball guys. Um, yeah. They were always up there, always in the steam room. And um, never knew their background, Michael. Sure. Find out they passed away a couple of years ago, and then in, in the paper a couple of weeks back, they donate their life savings. Six million dollars. Six million dollars. Six million dollars. All over the news. All over. Uh, I don't know if it made right. national, but sure made local. Oh, yeah, Boston. Yeah, oh, Boston. Yeah. And um, they made their money in stocks. I guess one of them was a uh, you know a genius at stocks, and they both invested. And they're, they're both never married. Uh, they lived together, and they were frugal, and uh, they accumulated six million, and they were. Rabid fans of WGBH. I love WGBH also. Mm -hmm. Used to watch it all the time, and they watched it constantly. They donated six million to GBH. The I guess the largest donation ever to GBH. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it, everybody was very grateful. Everybody's very surprised. I don't think a lot of people knew that you know they were had six million dollars sitting. <laughs> yeah, it's know. an alarming number to see. It's an alarming number. Yeah, uh, sure. Knowing the, these two individuals, like, you know, we knew them, you know, just yeah. as why rats yeah. back in the day. So Good it, for them. Yeah, it was a wonderful story and yeah. you know, it was nice to see and um yeah, yeah. Another blurb that you could find in yes, uh, Maldi Musings? Plenty of blurbs. Yes, plenty uh, of blurbs. Uh, talk about writing techniques. We were talking about uh, Frecker's little thing he did with Says No One. Mm -hmm. um, you've, uh, you've got one yourself, which I've always been an admirer of because I'm a big fan, and that's Columbo. Columbo. Just one more thing. Just one, Just one more thing. thing. Just one more thing. Just one more thing. It's a great way thing. to keep. Uh, adding another thought. Right, one more thought. And he would have one more thought all the time. That brilliant, brilliant character, Columbo, that oh, uh, he created. Peter Fox, sure. Yeah, that Peter Fox created. <clears throat> and just such a, just a wonderful series to watch. Yeah. You know, fascinating. Still watch. Still still watch. Oh, yeah, me Yeah, too. you can still watch. I oh, watch yeah. them constantly. Oh, yeah. Me TV. A couple of them you know, on uh, Cozy TV. Me yes, TV. Cozy's, yeah. Yeah. And, but, you know, the funny thing is, uh, five years ago, six years ago, I realized that he updated the show, came back in the 90s. Yes. They did a couple late seasons. Yeah, late 90s. 80s. And yeah. it was just well, jarring to see 
him using a cell phone, uh, you know, an early version. Right. Of All of a sudden, he was in the modern. Yeah, it was, he was the same. The same character, <laughs> but we're in present same day. Clothes. What the same clothes? Same guy. Dog was go- gone at that point, <laughs> I believe. But it was just, what am I watching? Oh yeah, here? I love those. I love the late. I mean, I love the whole series. Yes. But, yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, iconic character. Iconic. Uh, yeah, just such a uh, comfort TV. For and that's me. just something that you just took on, and you just yes, you're yeah, a fan. I just loved it because I was a fan. Yeah, it's um, uh, a great. And, and, yeah, I end my articles with that one, and yeah. you know, I, a lot of people get it and they appreciate it, and it's become you know a little. If it's not there, it's kind of your signature. It's my signature right now. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or the Stooges. So uh. <laughs> right, right, right. One or the other. Comfort. Um, all right, so look, wow, we're almost 40 minutes in, 45 minutes in, Peter. Let's oh, get back to talking a little bit about, just remind the folks, this weekend is St. Rocco's Feast, not yes, festival. No, not, thank you for remembering that, Michael. Yes, do not call it a festival. Yeah, it's the feast. Uh, yeah, and uh, so many people working behind the scenes. But I'll give a shout-out to Joyce Mover. Yes, please do. Um, yeah, so she grew up in a neighborhood. Her her father and grandparents were involved in it 60, 70, 80 years ago, and it, it was carried on. Um, the, she's carrying on the tradition now. She took over president from Steve Altrino, who took it over from his family. He took over ownership from his parents and uncles and kept it alive for a million years. And um just carrying on the tradition. Uh, Anthony Spatafora, of course, who yeah. is also carrying on the tradition. His children are involved with it now, as as well as Johnny Spatafora's children and Craig Spatafora's children and Billy Spatafora's children. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming Close. down to the generations, yeah. the new generation. I was worried ten, twelve years ago when I first joined, and we're a bunch of middle-aged, elderly people on the committee, and I'm saying, what's going to happen when we phase out? You know, we got to get, we have to... Pass the torch. Yeah, we have to get the new generation involved. And I didn't see it for a few years. Now, last four or five years, I'm seeing it. Yeah. It seems organic. It just seemed, they were showing up. They're behind the stands. They're they're helping bring the the St. Rocco down the steps. It helped enjoy. They're the, not like forced to be there, right? No, it, right, Michael. Right. It's it's like they knew their role, uh, you know, and it just came about, and and it's Wonderful. happening. Yeah. That generation is stepping up, and they'll be the generation five, six, seven years ago when Joyce moves on, and uh, Anthony moves on, and I move. They'll be the ones. It'll be Cagnos and Spatiforas, and you know, those familiar names from the neighborhood. Yeah, absolutely. Which is a wonderful thing to see, and like again, again, a shout out to Anthony Spatafore, Peter Giuliani, who just they step up, uh, you know, above and beyond the call of duty. They live the weekend, you know. I, I contribute, but I can't say that I live the weekend. Last few years, are you sure I'm, about that? <laughs> well, I do to a certain extent. Last four or five years, I'm fading. Dying. Yeah. Nine o'clock, ten o'clock, I'm fading, and you know I got to get back to the club and sit down. And I know it's just overwhelming, and yeah. and, and that's even with an old man snap in the afternoon. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, uh, it catches up to you eventually. And, yeah. Uh, but no, it's a wonderful weekend. I have such fond memories of it growing up. It was always about the neighborhood. Always about flirting with the girls. That was I, what it was I always know not about. not what you speak of. No, you were, you know, uh, I don't even, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> it's always been about flirting well, with the girls yeah. and, you know, sneaking a beer and, yeah. uh, you know, having rituals a sauce. Of growing up yes, and, rituals know. of growing up, Michael. Sure. We all went through it in the old yeah. days. They had fireworks at, um, at Devil Park. And uh, I wrote about this in the past, in the old days, up until the 50s, maybe early 60s. Um, the entertainment, well, one of the Saturday night, they put a clothesline across Pearl Street and put a white sheet over uh, over it to show a movie on a tr- uh, projector. Yeah. Now I got. This, oh yeah, I remember you wrote about that. Uh, right. Yeah. If give me uh, um, the, about Fatima, the young girl 
who uh, uh, sees the vision of uh, Mother Mary. That movie that was made in the late 50s, early yes. 60s, I can't think of the name of it off the top of my... The Bells a, of St. Mary. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. They'd show that movie, yes. two-hour movie in yep. the middle of Pearl Street. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah, 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 imagine, yeah. imagine. And it was more church-centered in right. those well, days. Right, well, the they'd church have, sponsored it. Exactly, right they'd have masses on, I believe, Saturday and Sunday morning, and it was a really a big part of the feast was the priest and you know and the, we are we are feasting a saint you know you might recall yes yeah. no 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 yeah. I, i'm just yes of course but I, i'm tr trying to i'm trying to um uh segue that into now since the churches are involved I see what you're saying. Yeah. it's still yeah the religious aspect is still there of course yeah. you know for many 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 people yeah but that isn't the focus anymore. We've yeah. lost, you know, of course the church isn't there, so we've lost right. a lot of that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, don't get me wrong. Absolutely, it's still, the, you know, the harder. Even for me, it was non-religious. You told me you had a religious experience yes. in the rain the other day. In the rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get caught in that puddle. St. <laughs> Rocco, please, don't make me, don't, don't, I can't let, get yeah. caught in this, don't let me get caught in this puddle. Yes, I did. I called on the St. Uh, Rocco for that. <laughs> if I got anything uh, last 10, 12 years, if I've paid any dues, um, I need it paid back right now. Help Good me. stuff. Well, it's just great. It's, it's community. Yes. At the end of the day, and it's family's yeah. community, and it's um, Yeah, and, and it's, it's more welcoming. than community. Yeah. It's not just Edgeworth for those from Lindsay, yeah, Maple, good. Green Street. Good point. All are welcome. It's never, ever been exclusive. <clears throat> it's always been inclusive. Italian, Irish, Haitian, Chinese, whatever you are, uh, you'll 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 be welcome there. You'll 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 be um, you'll be uh, felt welcome too. Uh, you know, it's a very very friendly feast. You'll never be, you know, feel that you uh, are an outsider. You know, uh, so I uh, just wanted to make clarify that. Absolutely. Yeah. Come on yeah. down, Malden. Yeah. Uh, just forty eight hours away now. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, it's going to be a good time. So, Peter, yeah. we got about 10 minutes left. I wanted to touch upon it, but and I urge people, go, if you're not familiar with Peter's uh, column, Malden Musings, uh, Google Peter Levine, Malden Musings, and, and you'll, you'll find that site that archives all his articles. It's good stuff. Um, so I was, you know, having fun going over it. I knew you were coming on. So I don't know if this was maybe three or four articles ago, but you got into your uh, musical inspirations, some of the uh, uh, growing yeah. up, what you were a fan of and whatnot. Yeah. And I've said this to you before. Now, you're a few years older than me. Right. And certainly our relationship goes back over 40 years. Our families have uh, been very close for decades. Yeah. But back then, I was a kid, and you were kind of that, that older guy, and that sure. older cool guy. Thank I you. Always thought, yep. you know? I, I was like, cool. And, his, and, and I would hear that you know Peter's... Going to it was always like underground. It was yeah, always right. not mainstream. Right, uh, underground music. He was right. cutting edge. Right, yeah. You were that guy. Right, right. Now you're a mushy grandpa. But, mushy grandpa, yeah. But, Watching uh, YouTube uh, but uh, back videos. Then, um, like things like the Ramones and funny and so I was thinking of that. I'm reading this article, I'm like, all of a sudden you went into a little yeah. spiel about your influences growing up, and I thought it was fascinating. Yeah. Um, the Ramones being one of them, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, you you going through like a lot of us do, who have older siblings going through their record collection. Uh -huh. Yeah, right? you know of that, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so talk about a little bit about that. Start with Joe. You Joe is your older yeah, brother, Joe, right? Two years older than me. Although a lot of people uh, think I'm older than him, it's the beard that gives <laughs> that away. That people think I'm older. Yeah. Joe's the older brother, so and. Um, you know, his musical taste back in the day where, you know, just, uh, he just loved music. And he loved... What a great time for music. What one. a great time for music. You know, late 60s. Right? Everything yeah. was thrown at right, you. And right. Joe's, Joe's niche was soul music and, and, and Motown music yeah. and, and Philly soul. That was Joe's groove wow. right there. Yeah. Do people know that about yeah. Joe? I don't know. They I do don't now. know. They do now. Right. And that's what his record collection reflected. Uh, yeah. Parliament, James Brown, uh, Four Tops, uh, Diana Ross and the Supremes. Wow. One particular album caught me. 
And I'd go into his room, and he had an old Magnavox, because Joe worked at Agos starting when Agos supplied when he was in high school. So he had money in his pocket. He had this big old Magnavox TV with a record player, maybe even had an 8-track player in it. He had his record collection, so I'd go into his little room up on the third floor on Child Street, play this one record, uh, to Temptations Meet the Supremes. Uh, incredible album, it, yeah. yeah, with duets and solo stuff, and I'd play that constantly, probably wore the album out. It just, I fell in love with David Ruffin and Diana Ross and, 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 and um, you know, all, all the lead singers from um, Temptations, and yeah, that's where I grew to love uh, soul music and, and, and Motown's from my brother Joe. Um, and then, you know, in those days, the music on the radio was so eclectic. It wasn't like today. I don't know if kids know this, but it wasn't each station had their own type of music they played today. Back in the old days, it was just everything was played yeah. on one station, pop and soul and, and blues and, wow. and rock. Wow, just got and, the whole... Yeah, you got everything, and it was yeah. reflected in, in the top 40. You didn't catch anything from when I first started uh, listening to music. You can catch on the top 40 the Monkees uh, with, with Frank Sinatra, with with Herb Albert, you know, thrown oh, wow. in, and yeah. Tijuana Brass, all thrown in. Today you couldn't see anything like that. Uh, yeah, so I thought, and then, so now now a young Peter Levine, early 70s, he's a teenager in uh, mid-70s. Could I read a blurb? Yes, I, I please, love yeah. I love your yeah, style. Yeah, absolutely. But he says, I have gone on record as to not quite understanding the genius behind the Ramones when they released their self-titled debut slab of vinyl, Ramones, in 1976. But... Count me all in by late 77 or so when I purchased the album at Strawberries. Dave Surrett possibly selling me the vinyl? Possibly, nice name yes. drop there. And yeah. place the needle on the first track, Blitzkrieg Bop. Yes. Ever since Blitzkrieg you've been a fan. Bop forever. Yeah, right? that first time I placed it on a needle up in my third floor at my house on Child Street, the other room next to Joe's, and just fell in love with their sound. And I'll tell you... Um, Punk music, they were punk. Yeah. Uh, punk music was just starting, and I thought it was a breath of fresh air. I embraced it fully. Never gave up on my Jethro Tull and Rolling Stones. Zeppelin. And Zeppelin yeah. and, and, and all that great um, 60s and 70s. I never gave up on that, but this was so different to me. Um, it just opened up. The world actually it opened up the world from because from there I started listening to punk music from England and um, uh, world music from South Africa because that's the the roads punk music led me down oi music and 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 all this stuff Middle Eastern uh, rock music sure. that I never heard of but yeah. this was opening up. A road for me. And I know we're limited on time, but let me also, in those days, tell you what also opened up in the mid to late 70s was going to see live music. And if it wasn't for your brother, Gary, we it was probably my first time going to a club, uh, was seeing his band Adrenaline. Yeah. Every Sunday night in July of 1979, hmm. me, my brother David, sister Barbara, brother Frankie, some of the older Sharones, mm -hmm. some of the guys from Medford, Paul Geary's friends would, sure. would pack the club every Sunday night, summer of 79, at the Pegasus Club in Ipswich to see Adrenaline. That opened up a world. To, oh, my God. This is it. We're at a club and we're seeing live music. From there, I started going out and James Monk, discovering James Montgomery Blues Band. John Butcher Axis, uh, oh, yeah. Stompers, oh, yeah. uh, yeah. The Neighborhoods, Rick Willie Alexander, Rick Berlin. Yeah. Oh, Berlin my Ehrlich, God, Rick Berlin. Sure. Yeah, uh, uh, Luna, right. Luna, uh, Berlin Airlift, yeah. Boys Life, The yeah. Outlets, and uh, the, the, all oh, these wonderful. Yeah. Yes, what a scene. Yeah. And that's what yeah. opened up another world. And and, and I can credit to credit all opening up this world of music to me, to the Ramones, and having that first live experience. Although the Adrenaline was nothing like... The Ramones, you know, they were traditional uh, rock and roll band. Sure. But it just opened up a, another world that gave me a, a foot into being able to see all these incredible, incredible bands and, you know, getting... 
Well, I'm glad you shared that with us, Peter. Uh, Thank I, you. I for tell you, we could do next time you're on. We're just going to talk. Yeah. One hour of music. We we can do that. We're, Absolutely. We're, yeah. We're Local. Running out of time. Right. I can't okay. thank you enough. Uh, thanks for, for having coming me, down, Mike. Uh, St. Rocco's Feast this weekend, Friday night. Come on down, folks. Um, get all the information online. It's all yeah. there. Yeah. And sweet Peter Levine. Thank you, Michael. Great Always to see a you, pleasure. Mike. Love you, my friend. Love you yep. too, man. You, I mean, you say that a lot more now these days. <laughs> <laughs> folks, that's it. That's <laughs> I say to complete strangers these days. <laughs> yes, yes, I've noticed. Um, <laughs> That's it, Malden. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, go down to St. Rocco's Feast. I leave you with the, uh, the immortal words of Mick Jagger, since we were talking about rock and roll, who said, I know it's only rock and roll, but I like it. But we love it. We love yes. it, both of us. Yes, we God do. bless. See you down, Rocco's. Absolutely. Rocco's. This is where some people like swear sometimes.